Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feeling? And this is episode 43. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to give a shout out to uh, Central Park Henry, man. Little man got justice quick, fast, and in a hurry before anything. <laughs> before there was outrage, there was justice, justice for Central Park Henry, man. That little spaniel. They took that nigga back so fast. It was like, nah, B. <laughs> Can't be having you in the arms of this crazy white hoe. She clearly was choking you out on that video. Yeah, people were upset about that. They did For good not, reason. They did not like her handling of that dog. No, man. It's been fun interacting with people on Twitter in this uh, this past week because it's it's been a rough one man it's been a rough uh yeah. it's been a it's rough been couple weeks for amy's and karen's <laughs> amy's and karen's are having a rough time right now man yeah this is true you know what i mean between amy klobuchar amy Take cooper fucking karen's around the country getting put all blast it's, it's hard out here all over the place man that's a lot of l's this week yeah man but ah oh boy <laughs> well have you watched anything interesting yeah, as a matter of fact, I saw um, Midsummer. Okay, was that good? Um, I, 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 I would say that it is a good movie. I really like uh, Ari Aster's um, directorial hand. He also okay. did Hereditary. He wrote and directed this Ooh, one, and he's a director. Yeah, he also God. did Hereditary. Your Hereditary was 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 a crazy ride, man. Yes. I think I talked about that one. Yes, too. we did. Oh man, that one was rough. <laughs> it was a good rough though. It was a good rough. It definitely was. This one was pretty good. I really like his use of like um widescreen and panning. He's really mm. good about like um you know say setting up a white shot that looks kind of innocuous and then slowly panning into something that makes it gives it a ton of weight. Mm. And I also like how he used the um you know uh, he likes to use art like that's in the background and foreground as like plot devices as well as like easter eggs or like kind of predictors into what's happening into the plot so you know i thought that was pretty cool he had a lot of interesting art pieces around but this one is was basically like about a, a woman who who experiences some grief some hard some hard time at the beginning of the movie and she imposes herself on her boyfriend's friend's trip to sweden to like his little commune in there Wherein, you know, they start doing hippie things and things are insane, like, pretty quickly. And then, you know... He goes left-wing real quick? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they get to um, they get to the, the, the Swedish commune, they take a little bit of mushrooms, and, you know, things things just start going crazy from there. Oh, jeez. But, um, I don't know, for me, there was a... It's pretty interesting, there was, like, a huge disconnect, because based on the subject matter, it's basically about, like, grief um growth and catharsis like that's like the theme of the movie and i don't really want to spoil it because there's lots of really cool shit that happens so if you want to see it i don't really want to like you know fuck that up because it's pretty okay, dope. So you it's, recommend it's, it's it? one of those yeah i'd recommend it if you're like yeah i, I would recommend it it's an interesting i've movie. gotten two two show. reasonably good uh review like recommendations of it so i guess i'll take the time i gotta check it out yeah it's definitely weird and there was parts of it that were where i said like disconnect like there's parts where she's like wailing and i like literally bursted out laughing at one of the moments but it's because she's just ridiculous it's there are points of it that are much but i'm that might be what they were going for so i don't know but the movie is definitely crazy it's <laughs> it's a crazy movie. like i i have no idea what I to expect only be vague yeah i, I don't want to i don't want to really because after that. hereditary i mean it was like yeah 
That one, all that. Hereditary <laughs> had a lot of like, yeah, kind. Of, there, there was a lot of <laughs> Hereditary has some pretty jarring moments in it. Like when the girl's poor girl's head comes off, man, yep, I was like, what the? Them. And like, he's really good about that. Like, he sets a, a pretty heavy family trailer right in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. I mean, it's not really like literally in like the first three minutes. Like, yeah. So it's it's not really. Uh, I'm being vague about it, but it happens right away. And the way he did that was very very. Oh, no, massive. I was doing a delayed spoiler alert on the head girl. The girl's oh, head that's I'm terrible. That's funny. I'm the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, now keep going. I'm sorry. No, I was saying the way he sets up the family tragedy one. That, that's what I was talking about. One of those. Um, I'm not gonna go any further because it ruined it for you, and it was great. I thought it was awesome. But I really think, as a director, Ari Aster has got some... He does some pretty cool shit. I like that. I mean, All I right, I'll give it a check. It For sure. And visually, yeah, the colors and shit were really, really nice. <clears throat> all right, that's all you that's all you were checking out? Uh, yeah, there wasn't really... I, I didn't really... I actually, I started Parasite, but I didn't finish that. But I still got to watch that, too, man. I'm terrible that. about it. And, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm positively disposed to the themes in it. I just... Pfft. I thankfully, thankfully, thankfully stayed away from everything. The only thing I know about Parasite oh, yeah. is that it's Korean and it's critically acclaimed. That's it. Okay. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's I it. know. I, I know slightly more than that. Not very much though. Mm-mm. Going into, I mean, now I'm forty. Like I'm like forty two minutes in, and I had mm-hmm. to stop it because like it's it's crazy, and I don't know where it's going. So I don't know. <laughs> forty two minutes in, and you don't know where it's going. Okay. <laughs> I feel because it's is that because, your fault or the movie's fault? No, 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 no. I I think it's it's. I feel like there, a twist is about happening. It's not like I'm not saying I'm not saying I can't follow it. It's just like they're setting up something, and I'm not quite sure what it is yet. And I Got don't it. want to like I want to experience what it is. Okay. Right so, on. but I, I I can't possibly guess because they're doing you know they're doing. But All the right. reason why I stopped is because they're doing weirdo <clears throat> shit. They're being scammers, and I don't. I don't and I mean, it's hard for me to watch that. Regardless of who you're scamming, it's hard for me to sit around and watch you be do that to people. So that's the reason why I stopped. Got it. All right. Well, I saw some interesting... Well, I thought one of them was interesting. Uh, the say? other item wasn't all that hot. Uh, I watched The Feed. It was an Amazon show. Okay. But I think, it, I think it was a British show that Amazon purchased. That's usually how that works. Yeah. Once, once you get purchased by any one of those main companies, it's slapped on like... Property event or the um, Amazon original. I'm yeah, like, bitch, ain't no Amazon, Amazon original, original or Netflix original. Or but nonetheless, I, it was good. I had a lot of mixed feelings about it, though. Um, like there were some really good. good characters and some really terrible characters. <laughs> um, but most of the sci-fi themes and the, the the ideas presented in it were well done. Nice, nice. I will say that. <clears throat> um, I mean that's the main thing right there. So yeah, so the did, essential premise is, is the main thing. Like, did it like deliver its message? Did it have a message and did it like deliver one? Um, it it left off. It left the first season off on a cliffhanger. Mm, okay, but it it left you with more. An- like it gave you like a slight answer and then gave you several more questions. That's dope, though. That's awesome. I feel like- <laughs> I felt <laughs> underwhelmed by the answer that they gave uh, me, and see, so yeah, that's the um, it's an outside to that. It had, it had it had a couple other flaws. Like it it suffered from the issue of it had just one overwhelmingly bad character that pretty much all of the, the negative things. The ward, like so the, the the premise of the show is uh, that there's this family 
uh, of, a, of a famous scientist who they all collaborated to create this neural, this network that can be implanted into you and connect you to a greater cloud network in which you can uh, stream instantaneously all types of information, video, audio. Um, it, it gives you all kinds of stimulus. Um, oh, you wow, can project so. yourself into someone else's feed, you know, <laughs> to to like for like teleconferencing and stuff like that. Bro, they can um, hack the iCloud now. If you think I would ever sign up for something like that, you're well, crazy. So evidently, it's like the most ingenious thing ever, impossible to to break, to crack. Yeah, okay. um, it, it took a million, uh, a million super intelligent AIs like months to to finally be able to crack it okay um you still cracked it. i think i just spoiled something <laughs> <laughs> my bad um but anyway so the, the the premise of the show is is a it it centers around that family okay and the things that happen to them during a time in which something starts to go wrong and they don't know what it is um and so that's the progress of the uh Damn, Damn, I should have spoiler alerted. Cool. I really hope I didn't ruin that for anyone. That's kind of um, kind of cool. It was, and it was, it, it it was really well presented, and like the world, and so there was a lot of uh, really cool subplots that were going on. So like the the augmented reality projected into you through the feed is so vivid that when you overuse it, it's like a drug. Yeah, and so they're young people are starting they're starting like it's such a new technology that this is like the first decade or so it's been in play so now young people are starting to get it and they're like they're becoming addicted like they literally walk around with their entire field of vision augmented with like windows and shit (laughs) like that and like you know they get hurt obviously it's like staring at your phone and so um there's a lot of shit that goes on with that and then what ends up happening is is that when you turn they would if if you turn off your feed you'll go into a seizure oh, see. <clears throat> and so they That's always have way. to have some their feed playing something in the background and so they make this game of videoing what they call spraying is what they call videotaping um people while they're seizuring <laughs> and you just be there's a lot of obvious and not so obvious, like, holy shit, maybe you shouldn't be doing that happening. Right, yeah. Um, and I won't tell you more because, like, you know, there's the obvious, like, don't clout chase off of someone who's seizing off of a, an overdose. But then there's a lot of shit that happens that you wouldn't have expected, like, ooh, I, oh, I can see how you might not have noticed that. Like, ooh, <laughs> the sins of the youth, man. That's going to fucking suck. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, <clears throat> it was very entertaining. There was a lot of really cool... Uh, storylines that uh, kind of underpinned the main story uh, of the it's like because the the, there's two sons in the family the father and the mother and the two sons one of them uh, kind of like rejects his family but he he is authorized as what they call a feed psychologist which is pretty much (laughs) someone who just has high level access to everyone's feed right um and He's so got administrator privileges. Yeah. Oh man. And so there is one of my gripes about the show, which is not really a gripe, it's just me hating, is they uh they call the the memory packages that are in there mundles. And I was like, 
<laughs> After you hear that sentence in a British accent thing. like a dozen times in an episode, you're like, "Fuck that word, man." <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great, um, it's a great concept, and they use it a lot, like very frequently, because that's the thing is, it's like you know, obviously the feed is recording you at all times. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, and so there, there's certain ethical things that pop up. Obviously, you know what I mean. Um, most people. And that's the thing is, is that it's a really interesting exploration into uh, how uh, people trust corporations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they wouldn't trust the government with it. But the fact that this corporation has is is kind of <laughs> like made this Apple oath of we will keep your information safe with us. We'll never misuse it. We'll only use it to make better products for you type of thing. They've given that they've given that trust wholly over in this show and 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 wouldn't you have to to let them put something in your brain you know what i mean absolutely <clears throat> whether or not you agreed to that trust it is implicit in the actions you have taken <laughs> absolutely and so um people internalize that and you see it a lot in the way that they interface with the company um there is an uh element of society there's two well there's many factions in the in this society that are represented. Um, one of the characters is what you would refer to as like a Luddite. He he has a feed, but he just prefers not to really like indulge in it too much. Like he only uses it to augment and like his natural abilities. And uh, he, at first, he's kind of like this overly macho, heavy set black dude, but then. As he opens up uh, in his their exposition of his relationship with one of the other characters, he becomes a lot more interesting of a character. And um, yeah, so that's that's one section of society. And then there's a completely anti-feed uh, yeah. subsection of society that's just like, nah, I don't Burn want that thing down. in my head. Burn it down. <laughs> yeah, and, and we about you to know, storm the company right now. It just sucks because in some places, it's like in most major cities, it's so ubiquitous that you're really ostracized if you don't have a feed and then and then there's there's even people uh who have the feed who turn their feed off frequently you know what i mean which is actually probably if i was in that world i might actually i i wouldn't have it activated all the time because you know and and at least in the world as it was present represented is like once your feed is off they really do sever the connection like you are you're separated from them until you turn it back on willingly <laughs> and there's no way to force somebody to turn on their feed you could trick them into turning on their feed you know and actually and actually now that i think about it that comes up a couple of times where they, they 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 coerce somebody into turning their feed on because you can't force someone to do it and the funny part is you never know when it's on anyway it's all <laughs> augmented in their head and so yeah that is a really good show. So I hope that through all of that being said, I've intrigued you enough to want to watch it because I it I, I enjoyed it, man. Um, I'll just say this from now: fuck Ben. <laughs> that dude, that dude, man. Oh man, there were so many episodes that That's I was rough. enjoying that 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 as soon as his parts came on, I was like, fuck this guy, man. Just fuck this guy. Poor Ben. Fuck this guy, dude. Everything he does is the worst possible option. It's like, yo, I'm gonna give you several options. One in which you kind of just like humble out. That's the thing. He couldn't humble out. He never took the humble <laughs> out option. It's like, listen, I fucked up bad. Oh, that's funny. Let me not make this worse by continuing to lie, cheat, and steal my way through through this uh, this situation. He never takes that option. That's, never. Of course, he can't. 
Oh man, it's so I mean, fucking hard to could, watch. He probably would have done that ages ago, but you know, he's reinforced that behavior. Yeah, I think it's terrible. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other thing I watched was the Jeffrey Epstein doc. It was like filthy rich or some shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that I watched this happen uh, in real life. Like right, I was old enough yeah. to watch this happen, and I was old enough to like watch them let like I was in Florida when it happened, and it was like, yo, they just let this nigga go. They just let this nigga go on rape, like straight up, like trafficking girls. And like they they admitted that. And then the worst part is that they tried to point those women originally as prostitutes. And it's like, when like when is white America really? Because I'm pretty sure that like, there's no consent with children. Like exactly. it, 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 where, where does it become, you know, acceptable to try to 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 like conflate the idea of consent with these young girls? Like that's so wrong. And in, and in, you know, they're they're people. They can hear this. You know what I mean? They they hear you calling them prostitutes, knowing what they know that they went through. You know what I mean? It was it was fucked up then, and so it was really hard to watch now. And so I didn't like in the beginning they were they were counting. I was like, you know, I believed you. <laughs> I'm. I really don't want you to describe the things he's done to you. To me, to me, I wasn't entertained with that. So I kind of skipped mostly through episode one. Got to episode two. Episode two was good. Um, episode three, but like most of these things, they're they're done by episode three. Right. Everything after that is just let's just kind of ramble on, you know. And and so, if you're unfamiliar with the case, maybe give it a check. But um, yeah, no, he was fucking. He was trash, man. Um, I, I don't believe he killed himself. I still don't believe he killed himself. I'm pretty sure someone <laughs> killed him. I'm pretty sure uh, someone else killed him. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Brit- British royalty is crazy like that. They don't got no respect for Yo, us as Americans. That would be crazy I mean, wouldn't it be hell? awesome? Can you imagine that op? That's bro. crazy op, bro. Well, I mean, it's going to be some wire shit. We know how it goes, yo. <laughs> Choke a nigga out, lay him down, tie him up, walk away. Nigga, you done. Let his nah, body wake him. you ain't done. You got to get rid of the cameras. <laughs> Remember the, the, the camera mysteriously malfunctioned? Nah, man. Yeah, bro, bro. I'm sorry, but that's easy. That's easy money, <laughs> nigga. Well, how much do you think it takes to bribe a, a fucking... Yo, I've known correctional officers who work in the prisons. Like, they're fake fucking cops, dude. Yeah. And they're trash. They are the fucking worst people ever. They And, and it's because it's like, imagine the kind of people who are trash enough to want to be police, but so trash that they can't pass through the academy. And so they go to fucking be correctional officers. And that's why prisons are a cesspool of fucking corruption. Every fucking CEO I've ever fucking met in my life is utter trash. That's not to say that the social workers that work in, like, the probation officer offices, some of them are better. But, like, when it comes to the people inside of the prison who are dealing with the inmates, those COs, the Rick Rosses, those kind of faggots, um, <laughs> those niggas are trash league. Utter trash league. And so, yeah... I don't think it was difficult to to, to to pay those niggas to to fall asleep. <laughs> but um, yeah, I those mean, niggas. You're are not paying. paying them to fall asleep. You're paying them to lie on lie exactly. On their host. <laughs> which is which is not that. I mean, I, they're they're not good people to begin with. I'm sure that they all oh, have. I'm pretty sure that it was cheap because it's an action in which they've done so frequently that they've driven down the price, <laughs> kind of thing. That's I how lowly so. I think of COs. <laughs> I believe that they've probably lied and under oath, written statements and verbal so many times that the price for them to do so is maybe in the five thousand dollar range. 
It's not much at all. That's not a lot at all. Things. That disappears. I, I, I would go out on a limb to say that. And I'm just talking pure shit, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not too far from, from how I actually feel. Um, but yeah, so the, I don't know. I don't think that the, I think, the, I think that the op was a lot easier than they thought it would be too. They were like, yo, <laughs> there's mad murderers in this place already. Dude, do you know how easy it is? You have to pay yeah. maybe what? Maybe six guards. It takes it maybe six cooler. guards. It takes maybe six guards and one dude in the fucking prison that's willing to kill a child rapist. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. How easy is that sound? That does not sound hard at all to yeah, me. Yeah, it sounds boring, though. In my head, it was much cooler. Oh, okay. It was like, you know what I mean? There was like an op team and shit. It was like James Bond. Snake eyes came in through the window yeah, with a fucking I mean? shirt like, and caught that nigga between the boots. No, that's like a five-minute chunk out of uh, uh, prison escape that just happened. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty sure that... um killing jeffrey epstein was a lot easier than one might think especially for somebody who made enemies who were worth billions of dollars that's like come on i mean gosh no why do i thieves, sound crazy man. saying that i don't think that i should be the one who sounds crazy i mean it is what it is though check out the doc you might learn something if you're not familiar with the case um i believe all of those women i hope that they finally have some some um I don't know. They'll never get closure because he died. But catharsis, maybe we'll go back to that word. Hopefully, that through the creation of this, I know one one of them is actually an artist. Like she paints the, and she paints the women of the uh, the survivors, and so it is literal catharsis oh, for her. Dope. So I hope that the rest of them can find that. Um, I know a lot of them were really disappointed when he died. They didn't. I don't even think that they wanted to see him go get the death penalty. They wanted to see him sit in a jail because he was such a control freak. And I guess that's where a lot of people say um, they think that the the suicide was legit was because he couldn't imagine a life with without um, the freedom. That he's used but to I'm living. like 99 percent sure that he could have he could have paid those same corrupt guards to make his life a lot easier. And he had already moved his money. He yeah. already had his money moved. So his commissary was going to be thick. Yeah, but... Six C's, nigga. All right. Fly in a private jet. Go to your island. Hey, life's going to have to change. <laughs> life's going to have to change. But he could turn See, this prison into his own You're personal You're an adapted priority. person. You feel me? Like they said, he's a control freak. His whole life, he's been used to getting everything he wants to the snap of his finger. I remember saying, like, things done changed. But do you and, think and that... Also, do you think that... that do you think that in that knowing our legal system, wouldn't that incline him more to snitch rather than to kill himself? And it, wouldn't that lend more to the theory that someone killed him knowing that, oh, this nigga got no backbone. He's going to oh, stick yeah, snide yeah, himself yeah, all sure. the way up. I mean, so he I was think he would snitch before that. he. He was already like a veil, throwing out veiled threats before that shit happened. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I, 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 I think he was killed. I mean, I don't think that he committed suicide at all. I think he had an out. Yeah, he I knew mean, how he was going to get out. I don't think we're disputing that he oh. committed suicide. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't really sure. sure where I was came from. Well, then it, there was no clearly stated stance. I was like, I don't know, man. I think that uh, there's a lot of the preponderance of evidence says that there was a lot on the side of that nigga got knocked off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I think that America's finally coming to grips um, with the terrible, racist, and corrupt nature of its 
police force fundamentally but we'll get to that later <laughs> we'll get to that later let me not get get, get it off on that too much right now um yeah that's all i've been watching though so we can move on to some entertainment topics. I see Michael uh, Mike Tyson's about to punch his way back into boxing. <laughs> punch his way back into oh, your TV man. sets, dude. I don't know, man. I feel like your body, like whatever. I'll, he looked good I'll in training, it. bro. I think he's got like two solid rounds in him. Let me see it. I guess I'm just. You don't think that Mike got two solid rounds? Uh, I don't know Mike Tyson like that. I don't know what because his party would... life has been like. I don't know what he's been like training. I know he's been smoking been weed, like. but that's about it. But, Oh, but the, no, the training regimen has been documented, bro. The training regimen's on, on I'm just going to have to see it. That's all. I can't, I can't call it. I'm if it's Mike it. Tyson in a highly regulated, maybe two to three round match, special weight division, special age divisions. And, and that's not to disrespect Mike in the least. No, of course not. But this is combat sports, bro. Never, I don't yeah. want to see Deontay Wilder versus Age Mike Tyson. Lie, bro. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to see Deontay Wilder versus Mike Tyson. I think that that's a very. It's a. I don't. I don't think that Mike Tyson. Won't, but then again, I don't know Tyson Fury put that nigga down. But I think it was just a massive um, stat difference between Tyson Fury and, and Deontay Wilder while he won that. Because I mean, it, it's like yo, my arms have a solid six inches on you, my G. How are you going to hit me? gonna have to work hard man and you're punching upwards <laughs> you're fighting gravity i'm punching the, you know what i mean like yeah. the whole thing was just very much stacked against him um but uh yeah i don't know i would i don't i, I don't want to see a bunch of young niggas gunning for for niggas that are not in their prime i don't think they would yeah is there an age limit about and i want to i don't want him i really don't want to see mike get hit in the head i really just don't i have no interest yeah that's why i'm like yeah that's why i'm like i'm gonna have to see it because it's like i don't really have a grip of confidence that you know i'm saying i have confidence in mike but even the best boxers get punched in the face even you know even mayweather's taking like three hits in his career right yeah he's getting hit a couple of times you know like and so Slippery little bastard. at Mike's age, any blow like that could be a rough one. Yeah, that's that's what I'm really worried about. It's like at this point, Mike, you've you've and transcended I, into legends. Not for status, nothing. Bro. I fuck I, like I listen to. I actually don't really like Mike's um podcast. Like I try to listen to Hotbox, but Mike, <laughs> M- Mike is Mike is a different type of dude. You know what I mean? And I feel it's the the other dude who plays counter to him. Is kind of it's just kind of weird. I don't like their dynamic, and so I don't fuck with it too hard. But I fuck with Mike as a person. Yeah, I remember one time I was in Jupiter, Florida, and I seen that nigga in a fucking Best Buy, and the dude who I was with had the nerve to ask me if I'm sure it's him. I'm like, this is 2008. <laughs> this is Face Tap Mike. That's hilarious. This is Face Tap Mike. I'm like, yeah, nigga, right. what is what is you right. talking That's probably about? His twin. Nah, actually, what Ike was it? Four, it was, I think it was 2004. Damn, it's between 2004 and 2006. Yeah, the niggas in Jupiter, Florida. But anyway, that's a hither too. Yeah. I, I wish man the, man's the best. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know him like that, but he was looking yeah. at anime and that shit was hilarious. I think he had Princess Mononoke in his hand. But, um, <laughs> yeah, nah, man, that shit was. Uh, I, I, I enjoy the tidbits I get from Mike. You know what I mean? I might not enjoy his podcast much, but I love the tidbits yeah. of, of media that is produced around him. So yeah. I wish him the best I, for I, sure. I fucks with modern Mike, man. I hope I hope this goes well. Yeah, for real. <laughs> In every sense of the word, I hope it goes well. Yeah, man. And 
I've been I've been pleasantly surprised at uh, at at my son Kendrick's uh, reception to the Freddie Gibbs album because I've been playing his <laughs> Tiny Desk a lot and he loves That's that silly. shit. When that shit, yeah, he sits there and stares at Madlib on the drums. I'm like, That's right, learn, little nigga, learn, pick it up, do osmosis. But yeah, nah. But I only say that to say Freddie Gibbs and Madlib got a new pro. Or is it is it Freddie Gibbs and Madlib or Freddie Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist? One of them. Um, he's working, I think, with one or both of them on his new project, Alfredo. Looking forward to that because, man, Bandana was my shit, dude. Yeah, there's so many bangers on it. Like, Goddamn, um, Fake Names, Palm Oil. Like, that that album stays on repeat. And I'm I'm glad that, that Kendrick has taken a liking to it because, boy, yeah, I, I really don't give a fuck. You'd have to sit there and whine through it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely keeping my eye out for the new Freddie Gibbs because nice. his his last couple because um, Bandana and what was before Bandana Pinata. I love this thing. His album names, his whole his his social media presence. I I really like what this thing is doing. Like I'm really glad that whole shit that happened in, in Europe never didn't derail him. You know what I mean? Because that would have been a fucking tragedy. Like talk about like God's plan. That's that's a nigga who's on who's got a who's got a calling. Because I don't know how the fuck does a bitch dream that you raped her and then you get arrested in Sweden like on some wild shit. Well, Sweden has a history of doing that, of um, finding interesting excuses to arrest black celebrities and celebrities yeah. in general. True, indeed. But did he give um, like a date or a time frame for the album? Or did he just say it's on the horizon? He did. He did in it soon, and I just don't remember. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and, yo, I heard, uh, I was listening to some other podcasters, and there was a really interesting conversation being brought up about uh, podcasting and uh, the creation of industry standards and norms, which has, it, it's so, it's definitely in heart uh, encouraging to hear people actually having these conversations, because this is very important stuff to have spoken about in the open and this is what rap did not have and why the young people fucking who are coming up in rap, that whole disrespectful generation that came up who's like, fuck the Tupacs and all these kids. It's because rap didn't talk about its standards and norms in public. It wasn't communicative like that. It was it was telling you a whole lot of things. It was telling you about black power. It was telling you about club life. It was telling you about trap or die. It was telling you about get rich. But one thing it did not tell you about is the standards and norms of how to operate in that environment. And so young artists came into that environment and had no fucking clue what they were doing. They were getting jerked with money. They were getting jerked with merch. They were getting jerked with their brand, their personal brand. And and, and, and and that was indicative of, A, a lack of gatekeepers to set the standards and norms. And then people who are successful with those standards and norms empowering other younger artists you know what I mean? To utilize. You know what I mean? You got to have a pedagogy that you pass down through generations. Yeah. I and remember so, seeing this clip on Instagram this week of Chameleonary was talking on uh, the United Masters thing. Mm, and he was mm, saying that when he came him and, up. And, and him and uh, Steve Scott. St no, Steve Stout. I'm not sure who. He's I believe it's it him and Steve Stout. Um, I might be wrong. But United Masters is a label, like a distribution label thing that they're doing together. Right. 
Um, I'm not sure. I think United Masters the, is something the artist that is, owns the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And they just help you distribute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying was that um, he was t- Nelly was the first person that told him about stuff like that. He Nelly told him like, yeah, you have to audit your um, record label because if you don't, or because there's a lot of money that they're not giving you. And he was just like, what do you mean? He was he didn't understand yo, it at all. Yo, could you never even imagine like yo auditing someone? Like, yeah. no, you get audited. He's like, what is that? Like, no, no, I don't, you I don't do understand. the auditing, nigga. You got money now, so you hire <laughs> a white dude to go audit. Yeah. But, and he was like, and Camilla said, I had to get Jay Z's auditor, and on Boom. my first album, I got back like six hundred grand. Boom! <laughs> That's my nigga. So yeah, like there's, there's six hundred. You're right. It's like six hundred racks, nigga. That people are talking about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That people are starting to pull the veil back behind. Um, how the music industry works so that's why i really appreciate that conversation not that i have anything to particularly add to it you know what i mean like unfortunately i don't have i'm not a, a tastemaker in that respect but i think it is super important that the conversation is being had mm-hmm. and um i look forward to seeing how that develops you know what i mean because it, it uh part of what was being interested well well i didn't word that right but <laughs> part of what was interesting about what was being talked about was also what happens when you have talent working with talent? You know what I mean? Like, what are the split? Like, if I invite you to my podcast for an interview, am I doing you a service or are you doing me a service? You know what I mean? Right. And setting that industry norm is going to be super important because a lot of this is people want to find their, they want to be connected. And so the podcaster is a conduit to another, you know, uh, yeah, uh, other personalities. Like another and so the interview, yeah, the interview is a super important part of that. And so I'm really interested to see where that industry norm, um, uh, like what precedent that takes and, and takes uh, form after, because that that'll be interesting. Because I wonder if, if if podcasters are going to have leverage in that relationship, or if it's going to be the musicians. Because I have a feeling that the musicians, <laughs> the musicians have the estab- they're the established acts, but the podcasters do something for the musicians that allows them to circumvent labels and a lot of other things that they don't want to do anyway. Right. So that has intrinsic value to them, and so that I'm interested to see how that develops. That's gonna be it's gonna be an, uh, a very and I and I think that because of the relationships that already exist in the industry, it's going to be an amenable one. And I think and I hope it's one where we work like colleagues and not we're all artists. You know right. what I mean? So we're making us you know and I view a lot of how I how I approach the development of this podcast is the same way. You know, somebody would work their way up in the entertainment industry using SoundCloud as a base. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Using some free platform that allows you to disseminate your your art. You know what I mean? And it's up to you to create art of a quality that attracts people. You know what I mean? You build, right, right. follow. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, to take that same. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I love to see those crossovers. You know, that, that intersectionality is strong. You know, and I hope that the music industry is is welcoming of that because, you you know, they they're the as I said they're the established ones. They're the ones who have been doing this. You know, podcasting is a new genre of of entertainment. It's funny. Hopefully, they do the blockbuster thing, and remain obstinate in the face of change. <laughs> and fuck everyone the, over. Drag everyone into a debt pool. <laughs> Just get dragged on the undercurrent and let the new blood take over.
Yeah, watching all of the fucking all of the talent fucking uh, dry up because the the industry isn't profitable enough to support yourself. That was the uh, nah talent ain't never gonna dry up. <laughs> well, talent will be when I say talent will dry up. It 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 won't be a facilitated crossover like it could be. Like it won't be a robust uh, partnership across the industry. It'll be very oh, touch and go. Well, I, in my analogy, it would have been successful because I was using the comparison of when the creators of Netflix went to Blockbuster and Blockbuster laughed in their face and then Blockbuster disappeared and Netflix took over. So I was mm. I, I was wishing them luck. I was wishing them uh, prosperity. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if Blockbuster wasn't so obstinate, there was a way for both of those to exist. Probably, yes. even if one was subsumed by the other, it didn't have to be one just... That's going the way of the dinosaur. Yes, yeah, I no, no, saying. but I, I don't think that I don't want either. I don't want either the genre to go the way to, to 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 dry up in that respect. But yeah, I would like to. I'd like to see a, a, a healthy uh, intermingling of the the podcast world with the rest of the entertainment music uh, field. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, which and and it it does pretty good because especially with people like Joe Joe Budden because Joe Budden is that crossover. That was the evolution of his career. But we still see that the biggest one is, true. is Joe Rogan, of like course. the gold standard. And so there is still a huge disparity between those two <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Like the whole music entertainment route of podcasting um, has a long way to go to be with that. And I don't know what you would consider Joe Rogan, but it's, it's a different type of it's it's a socially aware celebrity consciousness yeah i think it's just i think it's the casual nature of joe himself that makes that podcast absolutely work. well it, it's all joe joe is just he has yeah. just really it's all rogan you know what i mean like he has mastered his his genre for sure mm-hmm. but yeah, his, his subject matter is so diverse yep. as well <laughs> you know it's like it's like it's like lifestyle politics but yeah and so that is still by far the the strongest entity in podcasting. But I think that the entertainment, you know what I mean? Because that's a different sphere. You know what I mean? Like there's people who Joe Rogan's just not interested in talking to that thrive in that entertainment sphere, that do great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think that for that entertainment sphere to really reach its max, max potential, podcast, music, um, sports all of that stuff has to be brought in you know what i mean and that's why barstool is such an important piece of some uh of the development of the industry because that's a that's a huge arm of that but um yeah it's not that it, they're meant to be competitors either i'm just saying that in, in a world where everyone's attempting to to maximize you know your 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 goal is to be as at least as big as the biggest person <laughs> Yes, yes, the def- throne the giant hmm. or to the throne the king. Yeah, one day, one day. Uh, on to some other things. Uh, there was it, it, it's been really interesting because you got Ti calling for a, a day of solidarity, where I think it's July seventh, uh, where no minorities spend any money. Don't spend not one dollar on just that one day. Yeah, that's too easy. And and, and it, it seems pretty easy, but that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting because a lot of the velocity in our our, our economy, the, the spending of money happens for minority communities. There's a very large uh, portion of it. So 
I wonder what kind of power that garners. You know, what if Diddy does it actually affect enough people's votes to to do anything? You know what I mean? I don't. Uh, that's a lot more difficult to um, to quantify. But what does that mean for the power? You know what I mean? Like these men are are practicing these large moments of solidarity. But what are the what does that congealed power represent? Where does it go? Who's wielding it? You know what I mean? Like, is T.I. Like, T.I. If T.I. has the ability to mobilize a significant portion of people to to bring the economy to a standstill for one day, you know, what is he doing with that power? You know what I mean? That That's a very influential thing to be able to do. And so I, I wonder, I don't know. I don't know enough about T.I.'s uh, political agenda uh, on a grander scale, you know what I mean? Like, are you going to use that information to get Joe Biden to get concession, to give concessions to the black community? That would be interesting. That would be interesting to get to get a president to, to flex that to a presidential candidate. To say, hey, you see how many I could? I literally have enough enough clout to 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 you know seize the the economy. If you want to parlay that, then make a concession to us. You know what I mean? I think um I think people should more be looking towards like not just what can TI do with this issue because like you said we don't know what TI's political affiliations or like expertise is. <clears throat> so I think in situations like these is like uh we really need to come together and find good leaders in order to find solutions in order to move us forward. Like one person that has the influence, one mm-hmm. person that has the ideas, one person that has the ex- expertise or multiple people of those things, then coming together to kind of address. And, the, and when I say TI will have power, it's, it's ancillary to the goal of what he's trying to do. Cause the movement has its own power. But the thing is, is that white America loves to, to, to interact with someone, you know what I mean? Like, it has to come to a head somewhere, you know what I mean? Because that's the ultimate show of that solidarity. Like, right. all of that, and that's the that's the issue, is that all of that dispersed power not being able to be directed by a figurehead is 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 part of the problem. And so, exactly. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. We shouldn't, as the, the, for the health of the movement, there's a lot of people doing a lot of things and a lot of different moving parts. But when it comes to how it's expressed, like who's interact, because all of those people are going to be doing things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not going to be out representing. And so what do the representatives of, of that power, I guess I should have said, um, what are they going to be doing with it? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to represent as well? Because they're not elected officials. Well, yeah. That, yep. That's why we got to, I don't know. I feel like we got to stop looking to people to find solutions as far as like entertainers and shit like that they just have ideas and they're just putting things out there to get started yeah and 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 so and that's what i and i think that the that you're right in that respect i don't think that this is actually ti attempting to flex power i i don't want to see who he's going to endorse because he's probably going to influence yeah or because I, I, I think that he is going to to use his influence to to maybe back somebody who's already in the power establishment. And so that's that's where I'm weary. 
You know what I mean? I would hate to see him. I would hate to see a minor concession in public be made and then he back like a Biden. That would be upsetting. Mm -hmm. That would be sad because especially in this time with his um, police brutality, if that's not high on the list, if he's not if he's not dedicated to fundamentally fixing that system so that 13 percent of this population doesn't have to worry about randomly being killed, then I'm dubious of of all parties involved. But yeah. I don't think Biden has enough backbone to tackle that issue. That's an issue that requires someone. I don't think anyone who's actually elevating to that office does. Mm -hmm. This is, will he at least say it? (laughs) Like, can you at least say it? He's already campaigning for that stuff. He's leaning hard into that. On criminal justice reform? In Uh, what way? Oh, I don't think on criminal justice reform. That's my biggie. Echoing um, all that stuff. I don't know. I think Bernie's the only person I remember ever talking about criminal justice reform. Mm -hmm. That's. Like uh, m- most politicians want the support of the police union, so they'll never say anything contrary to that. Yeah, and even Bernie has has been very. I mean, yeah, they're all they're all nice to them. Like, and man, what a gang, man! What a gang, <laughs> man! The police, man, strongest gang in the world, hey, bro. The like they're immune to all. Yo, my G, we'll get to that. Let me not even go off on that. There's other stuff to talk about before we get to. The police brutality stuff. Um, yo, what is wrong with motherfucking white people? <laughs> I really need to know, bro. Twitter puts a fucking little label on one of Trump's tweets and providing additional information on the topic that he chose to fucking tweet about. <laughs> and now, yo, this nigga's passing executive orders. Twitter's got to be stopped. <laughs> There's a thought police. Like, get the yeah, fuck out of my face, quick. man. I really can't stand these people sometimes. Now, like, I'm actually super impressed with that because he, he was tripping on Twitter like this morning and he signed the executive order like this <laughs> afternoon. Not that, that's the fastest. My nigga's done anything since he's been office. So I was quite impressed with that. Well done. Yeah, I'm impressed about how quick upset. of an asshole he, is, he can be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then he, and, and, and then, and then on top of that, he, he, he put out a statement. He was like, well, if I wanted to shut them down, it would take some legal things. So we're not going to go that route. But we're going to do something. Like, shut the Yo, fuck up. Yo, I love up, how this nigga. thing has always got a safe face and have the last word. Like, always. The, the worst, bro. Always. The worst. Got a safe face. Got to have the last word. Yeah. All right. That's only because I didn't want to do nothing anyway. You better run, nigga. They was holding me back. Like, it, and it's like, come on, man. It's one thing to be, to be like, to try to curtail opposing views to censor people do all of those things that's understandable that happens and we don't want to empower platforms to do that but when you're the president and you're and you openly say things that are demonstrably not true or get people killed because or or that can get people killed you gotta you gotta let the platform do its thing. Nope, I'm too petty. It'll never happen. That shit's wild, petty. bro. I'm way too petty. And stop the worst part is, me to be somebody else. is I've been the, petty yo, my, my G, life. like everyone just stop being petty. Yo, did everyone just gloss <laughs> over the fact that he told the white people to go stand in the sun and in the most intense UV light that you yeah, can find, bro? You need like you need my G, like oh my gosh, <laughs> do you do you not realize that's how skin cancer happens on a lot of people? Like what the fuck? That's dope. Like, 
you know, fuck hydroxychloroquine. If you take that shit, you're stupid. You know what I mean? If you inject Yo, yourself with funny. disinfectant, this you're stupid. Really he told white people to fucking blast <laughs> their skin sometimes. with fucking UV light. Uh, it's funny. Like, bro, all right, bro. To that's on fair, you, man. That is a that shit is paper thin. Anybody who d- believes that, you know, man, like they weren't long for this world anyway. You know what I'm saying? You'd be surprised, man. I think some pretty stupid people make it pretty fucking Wait, far. There's too many of us anyway. That's why. There's too many of us. That's why. Nah, I don't but think. Just, you know what I'm saying? Now, with the capabilities of the human brain, oh, I think we can make this shit work. I think we won't make it work. But that's. But the I think thing. we could if we tried. That's we won't. The thing. Not all of us want to try. Some of us don't want to try to be better. Someone. Some of us have no. Some inches. of us are dedicating to being worse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So those of us who want to be better have to stop trying to force those people in order. Oh, no, but to be I always and that's that was the whole that was my whole fucking point about the 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 lockdown and the people who were protesting coming out of lockdown. It's like, listen, these people are dumb. <laughs> Look at them; they're taking yeah, rifles to the state building to argue about opening up. Which the fucking representatives want to do? They are trying their hardest to do this. Half of those people are paid to do that, so they totally don't count. Right on. But guess what? At at some point, it's complicity. If you're sitting there watching them in public and you're just agreeing with them, you know what I mean? Just because you're not protesting, I don't see. Yeah, I just, I just want to. I mean, call out the astroturf ones for what they are. Oh, absolutely. The astroturf is absolutely there. Um, Mm. But yeah, like you have all of that, and it doesn't even. you can't force them Mm-mm. to stay in their homes. Never going to work. We have already gone too far down this idea of this radical freedom. Yeah, have we learned nothing from prohibition? And so if you do not find it in yourself to find a good argument to bring to them that can convince them, then unfortunately, you're going to have to deal with the fact that they can go outside. You can't. You can't beat them up over it. You can't force anyone to do shit. You really can't. Like, if you want to stay inside, stay inside. You should stay inside and and wear a mask and be responsible and help the people close to you. But you're not going to force nobody to do nothing, bro. Just stop. Like, I don't understand it. But anyway, they're they're starting to learn now. Like, fuck it. (laughs) Control freaks will be control freaks, man. Everything must be this way. Oh, bro, that shit is wild. That's the exact energy you get from it, though. It's just like <laughs> bro. it has to be this way because I said so. This way it's gonna make me upset. It's like, man, you, and and the worst part is like the people who are most vocal about it are the people who are working from home. And I'm like, wait, get away. I fucking hate you so much. Uh, America's a funny place, man. It's an interesting place. It's, it's, it's such a place of drastic, like, hypocrisy. Like, it's like, damn, that's some some juicy hypocrisy you got there. Because that don't even make sense. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, and, and then the worst part is, is like, you know, like in Michigan, like, you know, the state is trying so fervently to open back up. <laughs> like, you guys are over here protesting and the state is, is, and they have no idea what to do because they're telling them Yes. We will open up as soon as we possibly can. But, like, 
you do know that there's a national organization right now that's saying that you can't like we can't just fight the, the but then but you know what it is it's because you have donald trump saying the complete opposite mm. and it's like damn dude those kind of mixed things and that's where i do find his presidency to be dangerous and i know i'm very dismissive of how bad of a president he is a lot of times um just because it's, i've come to expect it like i don't know what you guys expected like this is exactly what I we we all should have known was going to happen. Not you know, and you you've created a system in which you're gonna have to wait out the four years, my G. <laughs> you're gonna have to wait out the four years. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the, the and 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 it's not even because of the fundamental flaw of the system. The actors in the system are so corrupt and craven. I don't even know how to how to begin to tell you how bad Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are. It's because the pie is too sweet, bro. They're addicted. And so, like, yeah, even if there were mechanisms, one side is cleanly in in, in favor of the other side. Like, they're both in collusion to make money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have all, everyone, Democrat and Republican, on both sides of the heads of the state houses, have gained in net, val- net worth. How the fuck? These are public servants. <laughs> Suckers. And so, yeah. Uh, I don't even Just remember how words. I got off on that rant, but... Yeah, it's... It... It's always important to look at the correlation between the people's words and their actions. Because <laughs> people will tell you anything that's convenient for the... Some people will tell you anything that's convenient for the situation they're in. True story. Um, YouTube was... Uh caught taking down some um there's been a lot of censorship going on actually that is actual censorship youtube has been censoring um criticism of china yeah, and then that, they they claimed it was accidental lol apple yeah, was taking down joey badass's tracks in, in that are call for revolution in the times of you know minnesota's riots like there's actual censorship going on you know what i mean so mm-hmm. To, to yell at Twitter for what they're doing is so crazy to me. Because it's like, <laughs> yo, they're actually... But Twitter was bullying him specifically, though. Twitter's mean. Nigga, shut the... the why, do you, why, do you, why do you say things to, to, to anger me? Because <laughs> Twitter was being on mean, the mic, bro. <laughs> you know, and then you have Amazon getting caught writing local news and distributing it. Yes. And the news... Yes. And, and, and this is the crazy part. It's not unheard of in this day and age for for broadly distributed copy from a central source like that. It's not right. We shouldn't want it. But that's not even what's so surprising. It's the fact that so many news stations didn't deviate from the copy whatsoever and didn't think to actually, like, switch up the words a bit. You know? Why would I like, do that? Karee, why are you trying to get me to do work, bro? Amazon sent me, sent me exactly what the same. Why would why I do anything about anything? it? For real. And I'm just like, yo, Stop these niggas is really job. like these niggas is really getting paid to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's the secret. That's just wild, B. That's the secret, bro. You feel me? You 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 pay yourself to make other people do the work for you, and then you don't pay them enough money and tell them it's because they're not working hard enough. Yeah, that, that's gaslighting of the, of the highest order. But yeah, man, in fucking... So yeah, YouTube is aiding in the censorship of Chinese critique in the face of Hong Kong protests. Like, man, 
there's you know there's a lot of valid critiques to be made of 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 the social media sphere facebook i don't even interface with facebook so i can't even tell you but i know it's bad i I, mark zuckerberg has had to speak twice in public in the last week i know it's bad i know it's Uh, terrible so just stay the fuck away from facebook if you can help it but yeah you know twitter i think is actually one of the few that i'm just not overtly like yeah you can't even like move on that platform with any kind of ease because you can i honestly feel like twitter is actually a place where you can say a wide variety of shit as Mm -hmm. long as it's within the the character limit yeah and so yeah twitter is definitely like the um international waters yeah and damn dude they were trying to crucify jack dorsey niggas was wild man but yeah, that's ungrateful ass motherfuckers on Twitter talking about fuck you, Jack Dorsey. Like, yo, don't you realize that he's empowering you to say fuck him? Like, it's okay, Jack. Just mm-hmm. go ahead, wipe your tears with hundred dollar bills. With hundred dollars, I think that actually has a he has actually a thousand dollar bills. Jack Dorsey's rich enough. You feel me? For real. I'm over here reading your tweets, getting the blowjob on a yacht, laughing. For real. But um, yeah, Amazon writing all of that that local news copy was pretty bad. Like, Amazon has a whole fucking wing of propaganda that they're just filtering out to yes, people in the middle of America. Yes. Like, that's just crazy. Boring dystopia shit. Man, it's bad. And and so definitely stay away from that shit if you can help it, man. Like, I do not support local news stations whatsoever. And I usually mm-hmm. fuck with, like, anything local. But nah, they're all owned by one company, so they're national. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's funny. The only local news I remember is from like back in Florida with like all the old school newscasters and shit. Yeah. Like Lynn Martinez and Pam Giganti and shit yeah. like that. Belkis and the Ray. Oh, gosh. Oh, what a fucking classic clown. Blast from the past. What a fucking classic clowns. They were entertaining. They were cool. They, they were definitely entertaining. But, um,. <laughs> And some more local news, speaking of which, um, Denzel was in. Man, I had a whole thing that I was about to fucking start killing Denzel on. Oh, what? Denzel been cool. For some old comments he made about, (laughs) um, you know, black people's problems starting the home. But you know what? I'm good on that. After this nigga was fucking videotaped in North Hollywood, de-escalating two cops about to fucking have a bad time with a homeless young black man. Shout out to Denzel, nigga. Salute, bro. Yeah. That shit, yo, he did not have to do that. You know what I mean? Like, he absolutely, and he used his John Q skills. My G was on it, bro. By all accounts, Denzel's always been a stand up dude. Yeah, as far My as G I know. He didn't kiss white women on camera because in order to show solidarity to black women. Like, no, I didn't know that. My G is real. Like, he is, he's, he's with it 100%. Yeah, well, you know, honestly. <clears throat> I'm not a huge fan of um of rich black people talking about how the problems of poor black people start in their homes. Well, he wasn't born rich though. Regardless, that should disprove the fact you made it out, right? Your <laughs> home was not good. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel you, like you know what I mean. I just don't think that to the rule. It, or maybe if we're going to because... talk about the black home, then we have to start with the assault on black life. You know what I mean? Like our homes have been systematically picked apart through various institutional methods, whether it's the incarceration, over incarceration of black men, 
whether it's the violence is, against black women, whether it's true. the, you know what I mean? So let, let's start sure. there. And, and, and then once you can fix those things and account for those things and the people, you know, can eat healthily so that their, our minds work right, that kind of stuff, we're healthy. Then I we can start like talking about the black home. different people fixing those problems. I don't expect like one person to fix But there's causality and there's correlation. There's a correlation between poor housing, uh, poor upbringing, and and success as a person. There's causality to be fair, behind though, the institutional I still do not destruction. Agree of, with hmm? his comment. I think that poorly raising your children do lead to poorly raised adults. Not always, though. A definite and say always. That's my point. Then we shouldn't be looking at correlation before <laughs> causality because people will take your comment to mean that, especially especially white people and that was the unfortunate thing is that he's he's speaking to an audience of mostly white people when he says it and it's like you really shouldn't use those well in that case i think you should be specific and say that you know it's it's misleading when you when he's specifically saying it to white people i don't think the overall comment that he made is wrong no but then there's black people who believe that there's black people who who are disparate about their own their own conditions and they're they're not savvy to the fact that those conditions that those conditions are constructed for them that way they're you know they're there's a reason why where places where black people live, uh, I guess the sanitation just, like just doesn't do their job. Unfair you know what to I mean? lay that blame at Denzel's feet. No, 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 I'm just saying that if he was going to make those comments, if you want to start there, then you you got to bring that up. In my opinion, I, I think it's it's you know what I mean. Like I, if I was talking in also, a forum like that with an audience, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so dismissive of of the larger issues at hand. Um, especially when you're in company that doesn't understand the nuance. Well, was he speaking from experience? Mm, I don't What do you mean? Like, was he speaking from his own experience? In my experience, I've experienced that. Um, uh, the trouble. No, 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 no. Oh, it, was it was commentary. It was commentary. Yeah, okay. it wasn't That's fair. biographic. And and so yeah, you know, if it, you're and that does make a difference. I do agree with you on that point. That if if he was speaking in reference to his own life experience, then yes, you can make those comments about your own life experience. But to then generalize that in that in that setting, I didn't think was healthy uh, for the conversation. But nonetheless, I didn't want this to turn into that. I, I particularly sidestepped that topic because I wanted to give flowers to my man for saving that young man's life. That was awesome because, once again, he didn't have to... the cops weren't going to save his life? No, no. The cops were absolutely going to escalate it as much as they possibly could because that's just one less homeless person on... Sprinkle some crack on it and... Easy peasy. Away, Easy peasy. They Stop. they ain't worried about about back life. And no, it's not it's not hyperbolic for me to say that. It's been very obvious Bro, that the police do not care for minority lives in this country. Uh, after this came up this week, I just saw this this very poignant clip from Fresh Prince of Jazzy Jeff doing that whole thing when they were in court and they were trying to get him to put his hands on the Bible. And he has his hands up. Yeah. And then uh, um, Uncle Phil is like, yo, put your hand down, Jay. And he's like, nah, the dude's got in front of me and he's got a gun. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm putting my hands down. down. They're like, no, since the night, not a damn thing's changed. And you know, as a kid, I had no fucking clue what I was watching. You feel me? As a kid, I did not realize. Like, I thought he was being a goofball. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Jazzy Jeff is actually probably speaking from life experience because they're from that. Yeah, man. Like, but yeah, so um, yeah. Nah, shout out to Denzel. Um, really appreciate the effort he puts forward. I'm glad that somebody caught it and and was able to 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 um broadcast that so that he can get you know 
his his flowers for for that act of kindness. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's also, a little bit locally, I've been doing some research because I guess the Crenshaw Mall is go, is currently uh, in negotiations for further development. They want to change over some of the um, some of the uh, larger department stores. I think the Sears and the Macy's into. I, I'm not sure if they're trying to make residential units or other things in that area but they're they're under development and it's been there's been a lot of community involvement with it you know most of the crenshaw mall is owned by uh minorities and women business uh women-owned businesses and so it's been going pretty well but evidently there is an investment group cim investment that has ties to jared kushner that is trying to intervene and and outbid the the development company and who knows what they're going to do with it i mean right. they do do a lot of development in la in general and i haven't looked into the particulars of what kind of stuff they've been, um invested in and developed but i don't know i don't know it's being portrayed in the in the community as a bad thing so I'm going to stick with the community on this one and say, hey, we want to we're working with a an investment group that is currently, you know, working in our best interest. And so we want to maintain that, you know what I mean? Which is which is a good thing because the evidently the patronage of those um, establishments was not very high. And so the, the space wasn't being used well. And I think what they want to do on, in the series is office space and in the old IHOP m- they were going to put something else. I don't remember because they can't put residential in that. It's too small. But um, yeah, they're just gonna they're gonna try to to bring stuff into that plaza that you know the community can use more and maybe have actually you know community preferred businesses take in those spots. You know, have those access to those office spaces, have access to that building. So you know, if you're interested, please. Go check it out. Go to um, you can just Google CIM Investment Group if you're interested in checking them out. Um, but also the if you um, Google the Crenshaw Mall, you can also find out more about the current investment, um, the current uh, developer that's that's uh, looking to uh, build up that um, those two department stores. But yeah, I just wanted to to bring that to light real quick, and um, we've gotten through all of that, so I want to. Go ahead, and we're going to wrap today with um, the somber topic. Uh, just want to go ahead, and we'll start with a RIP to George Floyd. Condolences to the Floyd family and, and all his um, acquaintances. Yeah. Um, I know he had Stephen Jackson, who's a, who's a, a pretty um, famous basketball player. I think he's a former basketball player. I don't know if he's still active, but um, I know he was a close friend of his. I know there was um he there was musicians from Houston I believe who had it, who he had worked with, um, and so we have another black man murdered on tape, and so this is this is a really bitter time for this because especially with the overabundance of proof now that white people especially white women have a propensity to call the police on black people in general for no reason other than their own ignorance and their own fears. Now they need to understand why when they do that, black people act respond so negatively. 
Because in that act that you think is benign and that you're calling to a higher authority, you are putting our lives in danger. There is a direct correlation between the behaviors of people like Amy Cooper and results that happen like George Floyd. Amy Cooper could have gotten that man killed. In fact, that was her intention. And I do believe that she had... I, and you could tell from... from how hysterical she was, the, you know, her utter abuse of the dog to make it sound like the dog was in distress. Like, these are acts of malice. These are not just, oh, some women acting poorly in public. No. These are no less acts of malice towards people objectifying them for nothing other than not being the same color as you. And so white America really got to come to grips with that. That's really something that they got to look deep down inside of. Because they don't seem to see the problem. And the worst part is is the amount of of other minorities who are brought along in the pig show. Like this jackass who was fucking sitting to the side watching his partner he's an asian guy watching his partner and controlling the crowd while his partner murders someone making a fucking snuff fit film shout out to the young lady who filmed that i know she was having a traumatic time having revisited the site and i hope that she's doing better um but this whole culture they have to come to grips with it the whole culture of of Validating yourself through denigrating black life. They've built institutions around it. They've 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 convinced and created a shared delusion around it. Super predators. And if they don't deal with it, the shit is not going to go well. And now I don't know if their interest is to have a genocide on their hand, but this is not going to stop. Unless they eradicate every black person, and then I really hope that's not the plan that they hope, that they they're going to take because that's going to be a fight. Black people aren't just going to keep on allowing those among us, the best among us, to be murdered in the street. And if you're in, if you if if you if if white people are so intensely interested in 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 being combative about this. I don't think it's gonna end well. It's gonna it's gonna be bad. And the thing is, is that I don't believe in their metal. A lot of these guys are not as hard as they claim to be. They're gonna have a real hard time galvanizing enough people on their side to really enact this because you, that's the only option that they're pushing it to. They're making it so bad that. As a community, black people are gonna to have to say, "You're you either switch this shit, or you're gonna have, or we're gonna fucking go crazy." And that's not, and and that's not where we want to be. That's not that's not where anybody wants to be. But you cannot keep forcing people into communities, destroying the communities, destroying the families intentionally, putting them in terrible positions, and then gaslighting them. By saying that the few who make it out and are successful, why don't you be more like them? 
when even when we're doing the right thing, you kill us in the streets. Like it's 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 a bad look, man. And I don't know how sustainable of um of a of a plan that is. You know, like and and it's systemic. It starts from the very core of the institutions that that express this: the police, the DA's office. Amy Klobuchar had, as when she was, uh, I believe, Attorney General in uh, Minnesota, had several cases of this officer's abuse come across her desk, and she refused to prosecute him. If she had just done her job. Had a little bit more empathy for people who were not doing anything wrong. Or even if they were doing something wrong, were being abused. Then George Floyd would be alive today. But she chose not to have empathy. That's how I know that the Democratic Party don't fuck with black people. Because they want to put her as a, as a, as a VP nominee. Like, that's, that's literally saying, black people, please don't come to vote. We do not want to win this. We don't want you to vote. Stay the fuck home. The coronavirus is out. Keep yourself safe. That's what they're saying when they when they when they when they float Amy Klobuchar as a fucking VP choice. She don't fuck with us. She would not be good for our community. She would do nothing to change these terrible policies. She is the reason why these cops are on the street in the first place. So that is what it is. Unfortunately, that ain't going to change nothing. Hopefully, they'll be willing to take step one. Let people be outraged. Stop trying to quell the anger. Stop trying to give soothing moments. Madonna, sit your son's ass down and stop putting him on Twitter fucking dancing for solid. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Let people be fucking outraged because what happened was outrageous. It was ridiculous. It was uncalled for. It was it. It was it is deserving of having shit burned down. And by the way, if you think that Target is part of your community, you're probably white. <laughs> Fucking up Target did didn't hurt the community at all. It didn't even hurt Target at all. Target has insurance. Like. That's the part that pisses me off. And then you have the fucking paid agitators out there. Once again, this fucking white guy who got doxxed on Twitter for fucking going out there uh, and wearing his girlfriend's gas mask that she then was like, wow, dude, you went and took my shit to go do this and then put him out on blast. <laughs> like this, this itself, right? bro, like, you know, and, and, you, oh, and, and when they released his information, he was from St. Paul PD, which is the city right oh, across the river. So the police are fucking recruiting. And, you know, they had all of these motherfuckers they had dozens of cops outside the murderer's house protecting him when they could have just arrested him and put him inside their fucking fortress like building that they already have built. <laughs> like they have a fucking impenetrable fortress. Silly. If you're worried about his if life, take really him there. Protect him. You got the perfect spot. But no, they rather fucking dedicate more riot cops to his house than to the whole fucking city. They don't give a shit what's going on, man. And the reason why they don't want the cops out there is because then they would be fucking arresting their own people. Because they're the ones outside creating the property damage. So, yeah, this country's fucked, man. <laughs> Sorry, I hate to rap on that, man, but, like, that's it, man. All of that culminates to say, yo, this country's fucked, man. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know what to do. Oh, I, that's I, funny. All I, all I could say is like I end every week saying, "Yo, find solidarity with with the groups and grow those groups." You know what I mean? And and be ready to mobilize to be part of the greater network of of, of solidarity that's going to have to come because it's going to be a hard time to fucking uh, like deal with this entrenched police state that we live in if we ever want to deal with it if we think it's even possible to deal with like maybe it's a foregone conclusion at this point but yeah i don't know i'm gonna go ahead and uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep killing the mood anymore <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap on that follow us on the twitters at home heron and catch me on instagram and rico underscore g sound yeah man and i'll leave with these words Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.